Your phone can't charge your computer and vice versa. God, you're so hot right now. You know what? Oh, shit. Okay. Let's keep it going. Friday, Ratchet and Woke Podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, email us, Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. Unlearn the world. Woo-hoo! Lil MC. That's me. And we're in the building. And it is our anti holiday holiday show. Unpatriotic. Unpatriotic. Unfestive. So, yeah, walk us through this whole thing. Well, first, we're going to start with our goodies. All right. To celebrate <laughs> us not celebrating Christmas. We're eating a tiny little bit of a mushroom that's magical and mm. an edible. And Marlon is eating a mushroom for the first time. It's literally so small. History and he's in so the making. scared and it's probably going to do nothing. But okay. fuck it. But fuck. Three hours later. <laughs> 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 it's going to taste like dog poop because it comes Not from cow poop. Worries. Chew it all. The worst mushroom combo I've ever had. I think it was mushroom and yogurt. That was pretty gross. You don't like me? <laughs> no like me? No, I didn't even taste it. Oh. Yeah, we're good. All right. <laughs> so a lot of chewing and... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into it. You've been on a Trump tirade of sorts. I of don't recently. even say it was a Trump tirade. I just was... I woke up today. I was PMSing. And the first thing I read on my phone was... I think it was yesterday that he like pardoned a bunch of like drug dealing, pedo, murderer, fucking corrupt assholes. And then in addition to that is like fucking blocking this stimulus package, which I know it's not a good package. I get it. But it's like Trump literally is blocking it, not because he gives a shit, but because he's being a fucking asshole. It's his final way of saying, fuck you for not voting for me. He's like a petty ex-boyfriend. Yeah, and he's like in Mar-a-Lago playing golf while like the entire Senate and Congress and like world waits to see what's going to happen. Because the thing is that like, yeah, that bill is really trash, but like what did you expect? We all knew it was going to be trash because like Republicans are fucking shitty and I mean politicians in general are shitty. They slipped a whole lot of shit into that bill. Like... They stripped like streaming laws into that bill. Yeah, they put like but, hella but shit but in there. But that's kind of part and parcel of what politicians do when there's a right. bill that's getting a lot of public attention, and they they're getting they feel pressure to push it, even though it may be contrary to what their uh, their their constituency mm-hmm. would support. What politicians typically do is they put another bill that they've been working on inside this other bill so that they can go back to their constituency. It's like your iTunes say, update. You know, you're like, like hey, update your computer exactly. and sell your soul. It's like we're opening <laughs> up, you know, we're, we're going to have 20,000 jobs because we put an amusement park in this. 
Okay. But the thing that pisses me off is that, like, legit, I guarantee you a lot of people, I mean, I'm, I almost feel like one of them that, like, was banking on that stimulus so that, to pay for rent or to pay for bills. Like, right. it's not a lot of money, but for, for a lot of people, that's, like, the only thing that they have coming in because the government doesn't give a fucking I mean, yeah, so, like, a lot of uh, unemployment benefits have been suspended or yeah. exhausted. Right. You know, but now they're, like, I mean, they're, they're talking about giving you $600. That's right? still, that's... post if you're a family of Holiday four, season. then that's six times four. That's twenty four hundred. Right. So if you're a family of four and your rent is like thirty five hundred, and you get twenty four hundred coming in, then like that's way more doable oh, than it's zero dollars. Yeah, including ah, a child. Okay. So right. each and that's so that's an increase. And I'm not. And I'm really like I bet you if I break down the bill, I could analyze everything. But I, I I'm not even like looking at it that way. I just look at it as a petty fucking piece of shit guy. Like I'm not. This has nothing to do for me with politics. It's like he's an actual asshole, you yeah. guys. Like he's doing this to fuck with us and it's people's lives. Like he really gives no shit about any fucking person here except for himself. Like he's such yeah, a fucking I mean, narcissist. But politicians in general don't really but care. But specifically so, like, this guy, like yeah. that he's like they finally came to an agreement and he's just like veto unless you give him two thousand, except for I don't really want to give him two thousand. I just wanna like fucking uh, like keep everyone on their toes. Uh, yeah, he just wants to be difficult about do. it because he yeah. really doesn't care. Because then, yeah, I mean, two thousand per person, and you got like a family of four. It's, that's all right. Twenty four hundred. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. you're good. Like a lot for of the fucking. I mean, the rents get no. If, up, if it's so. two thousand per person rather than the twenty four. Oh, oh, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like then you're like. Oh yeah. my god! I was just saying, like, it, if that actually passed, which I knew it fucking wasn't, because all they no. needed was one Republican to block that. So that was. And they got it. If yeah. One Republican. That was a fucking it? Republican from California. You fucking shitbird. <laughs> California. There you go. It's just yeah. As liberal as they think California is, like oh everything god, in between yeah, San not. Francisco and fucking like L.A. is no, all no, I, Trump territory. I would say, yeah, you're right. Anything that's not on the coast, I feel like the ocean makes you liberal or something. Except for yeah, when you go to I, Florida. I, no, I mean, it's really... <laughs> yeah, this is true. Now, major American cities. I think major American cities where are that are densely populated are the more liberal. Where yeah, everybody else is like, this is God's country. Well, like, yeah, no, of course. That's how it goes. But that, that I mean, whatever. I don't want to spend time talking about that. Fucking <laughs> well, no, because you, you posted something on Facebook saying, said, like, Trump is a Donald cunt. I said, Trump is a fucking cunt. Because I was just like, and you know what? And then you got a lot of, you got a lot of action <laughs> because of it. Like not, a lot a lot, of not as much um, backlash as I was kind of hoping. Because I was really trying to take my PMS off on, out on some well-deserved people. Well, somebody gonna, unfriended you. Yeah, but she kept coming back for more. Like, and the fun, the way that I was entertained is people would say shit, and then I just respond with like funny gifts of like Elmo on the t- like the chick was like, oh, she called you a piece of, piece of shit, and then I did like an Elmo gif, like dancing on the pot. My name Elmo, and then she's like unfriend, and I like sent like a Cardi B one, like bad bitch, you know, yeah. like I don't give a fuck. Oh no, the Trumpers unfriended me. However, will I survive? Like I felt like Larry David. <laughs> When they were like, aren't you concerned about how your your Trump-supporting fan base will feel about this episode of you making fun of the MAGA hats? And he was like, I could really give a fucking shit. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, do you, you care. know who you're talking to? Larry David gives no fucks about anyone. Anything. Specifically anything. Trump He's, He is a rich white man yeah. who cares none. None about But anything. in the opposite fashion, yeah. whereas, like, Donald Trump is a rich white man who doesn't care, but he's being spiteful. Yes. Where Larry well, David is... Well, he's very petty, too. Yeah, there's he's the, he's, they're he's actually really kind of similar, to be honest. <laughs> this is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Larry David did do a spite story. Yeah, he did. It's just, like, different directed energy. It's like, yeah. the, it's the, like the light and the dark 
dark side of the force, but it's still a force. Yeah, I mean, I think Larry David could have ended up Trumpy, depending Larry on David if he had a come from nothing. Been a better president than. Oh Donald my Trump. God, he would hate being the president. He hates being. Um, he so the, over, like his overwhelming. He hated face. being Bernie like, Sanders on yeah. SNL. He's like, I'm done. I don't want. He's like, I hope he doesn't win. I'm gonna have to be doing this for four Holy years. Shit. That was so off on a tangent. Like, well, let's talk I mean, about more shit. On the bright side of things, he the, the dude only has like two and a half, three and a half weeks left of being. How much before. can he destroy in that amount of time? <laughs> you would be very surprised. You'd be a lot, very yeah. Surprised. <laughs> He's like, like I'm we shivering are now being in my boots. absorbed into China. <laughs> exactly, for China real. China is now America. <laughs> for real, like I, I went, I got a haircut today, right? And my, my, my. Uh, my barber, you know, small talk with a barber, and like he's like, "What you? What's going on?" I was like, "I'm just trying to get out of this. You're alive. Like, like that's yeah. that's the least. Like that's the You've lowest." Done pretty well, though. I think a lot I of mean, peep things have impacted you a lot, but like you, we we could a do a human. yeah, we could do a year in review in terms of we'll, we'll lament next next uh yeah episode about yeah. like the year in review. I think that'll be the that'll be New Year's Eve. It next will. Episode. It will be so. You know, can we so like sparklers out my tuned, ass? Yeah, stay tuned. Hey, <laughs> like, 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 look where you're going Yo. with this. Hey, Yo. okay. <laughs> you want to hear my next topic? Like, yes, I go ahead. It's like Starfall. What, 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 I mean, before you get into your topics, you mean right? Snowfall. Snowfall. We were watching this new show. Oh, it's not new. It's been around for a while. Yeah, it's been around for a minute. Been watching it lately, and I'm really liking it. I like this name, um, Starfall, though. <laughs> Starfall. <laughs> That's hot. Hot. Okay. Just leave and go fuck. Uh, there we go. <laughs> exactly. I, see, you now you're bringing the vibes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, for the vibes. You know what I mean? But um, so Snowfall, it's about like cocaine and, and the spread of cocaine in L.A. in the 80s, mm-hmm. right? Kind of loosely based on like things that we know now from from uh, Dark Alliance and, and Gary Webb and Freeway Ricky and like that whole how the CIA was was involved in drug trafficking. So this show is based on that yeah. and has fictional characters to play that. But in that, but like within what, the first five minutes of the show, it's like hella strippers doing coke. I don't think it was strippers. Dude, I think it's just naked people. Yeah, just naked yeah. chicks. They were whatever. there for the love of for cocaine, the not for <laughs> the love of but money. But one dude asked to have cocaine sh- shoved in his ass. And yes. I, I've never like, I've never heard I know. that shit. He's such a nubile. <laughs> I, no, but see, you, you say it so condescending. Don't play me. Don't no, it's okay. Me. I've wanted it in my ass, and I've also wanted alcohol in my ass and my friends. Yeah, you were Shout out Lillian. Like, like, Lillian was like, don't You were like, do people that. get high and drunker if they put it in there. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the dude overdosed, so then I was like, that's a cautionary tale. You know? I don't want no parts of that. It's like the more sensitive your skin is, the faster it's going to get to your bloodstream. So when you're doing stuff up your nose or you're putting stuff in your mouth, in your mouth you still have to digest it. In your nose it's still going kind of quicker to your bloodstream, but up your butt... That's why you get AIDS so fast, you know? If you're getting fucked in the nose, you won't get AIDS as quickly as if you're getting <laughs> fucked in the ass. No, you were, you were saying that, like, during the 80s and the, and, the, and the AIDS epidemic, that the reason why it was plaguing the homosexual community the most is because of anal sex and yeah. how fast fluids can transmute through that. Transmit, yeah. The, yeah when yikes. I was working for the AIDS and HIV hotline, like, you have to learn the different tiers of, like, what's most likely to... Um, be the most riskiest activity for you to contract AIDS because mm. I would get people on there like, I was getting a massage and I had a cut on my hand and she sweated on me and I think I have AIDS. <laughs> and it's like, really, they're calling because they've got a happy ending and cheated on yeah, the person or they and did are some feeling remorseful. <laughs> <laughs> no, they really would call about like the most like paranoid shit. Like, I swear, like, she kissed my mouth and she had a, a cut on her lip. It's like, and I'm bro, sure people are can't. doing the same for COVID. 
Like I'm oh, sure people yeah. are like, you know, so oh, somebody was walking yeah. their dog when I was jogging and they coughed around me and they were across the street, but I just want to be sure. Well, that's more likely to get COVID from that than from a masseuse massaging you with a cut to get giving you AIDS. Yeah. Like totally. it's impossible. So totally. it was it's, just that's crazy. But <laughs> But <laughs> there definitely are COVID hotlines. I'm sure like I'm <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> Exactly. Enough of the ass play, though. Yeah, okay, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of ass play, the versus yeah. battle. I'm just okay. kidding. Whoa! <laughs> just kidding. Nah, the versus Freaky battle tales. was really dope. It was a moment for the Bay. <laughs> Cocktails! Yeah. Um, It was a moment for the Bay Area, yet too short. You had E40 just acting a goddamn fool on that fucking E40, screen. yeah. Was, how many, how many uh, like, memes and vids and vines? E40's and gonna whatever. get a TV deal yeah. out of this shit. Like, yeah. Just his, just... His energy alone, like, warrants, like, just some sort of... I feel like he's been the best energy that they've had of any versus so far. I mean, it was a really good versus battle. It was a really good, like, the celebration, like, oddly enough... I like the optics of it, like... I knew, I... Yeah, I like what they're doing more recently, where they're they're designing a set. Yeah, it's You know what I mean? And they're making it, like, a whole thing. They did it with Jeezy and and Gucci. Gucci, because they did it in that infamous strip club. Yeah. So, like, now they're kind of upping the production value. They landed a couple of deals with, like, Apple TV and whatever the case is. But this was a really good battle. And I, even though I am more familiar with Too Short, or I knew Too Short before I knew E-40, or maybe I knew them both at the same time, right? You're but, a little New Yorker, so you didn't give but a no, shit. But, but on the East Coast, right, Too Short was more prominent than E-40. And I've, I've almost had fights with people about E-40 and how dope he is or not dope he is. Like, I what? Why? No, I told you, like when the, when homeboy from Detroit said that E forty was better than Jay Z, and I was ready to fight. Like, okay, because in, because he has such an or, 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 or orthodox style. You would fight for Jay Z's honor. <laughs> he loves Jay Z. Yeah. He's a hovenger. Nah, it's a it's a hip hop thing. It's an East Coast hip hop thing that when you're arguing about hip hop, it gets very impassioned. So it could have been anybody, but particular in this instance, it was about Jay-Z. I don't get impassioned over E-40. that because it's based on opinion. Music is subjective. Yeah, I know, because you're so hyper-enlightened. I got it. Okay. I'm not I'm hyper-enlightened. It's just people are stupid <laughs> that we're not going to have the same opinions. I love telling people that I, Nas isn't in my top ten. Yeah, I love seeing exactly, their reactions. But people, but yeah, exactly, but that's my point. See, you like seeing the reaction. I, yeah, but I, I, it, doesn't, reaction. it doesn't bother me, though. But my point but is they're that, like, but it bothers them. Yeah. They have a reaction. Yeah, they yeah. have a visceral reaction yes. to your opinion. Including that's you right now. Exactly. That's, exactly, that's my exact <laughs> point. Right. So at the time, I had a visceral reaction because e 40 style historically has been so unorthodox. It's been hard for me to understand them, let alone like really celebrate or appreciate his genius. Yeah. And that that. went on until I moved out here. And even then I was kind of like, whatever I was like snobby New Yorker shit. But then he started doing music that actually made sense to me. And I could then start appreciating. Also probably understood the vernacular more. Like I remember when I went and like met Wu-Tang now one time, they were like, I was like definitely starstruck, but also they were saying a bunch of shit. I was like, what the fuck? And then I started listening <laughs> to Joe Budden podcast and hanging around you. And I was like, oh, okay. That's what that means. <laughs> it's like it's New so Yorker shit. To, yeah. To understand conversations you've had years ago in like a new context. Like, oh, that's what they meant. Yeah. Oh. Because it's just the Bay says shit hella weird, you know, like yeah. they have their own lingo. And it's stuff, all, it's so. a whole ass thing. But my point in saying all of this was that 40's performance in terms of the battle was stellar. Not only his personality, the stories he told, the fact that he shouted out Cool Herc, which was like dope, which is like an OG, celebrating an older OG and just hip-hop in general. But then his records. Yeah. Like, he has monster hits. And Too Short is no slouch. Like, features, 
his own records. Like, they were monster hits. And, like, because I live in the Bay Area now, I can appreciate them more because I was outside. I was Mm -hmm. in those clubs when those records were going off, and I could see what the reaction was, which is what most East Coast rappers or East Coast hip-hop lovers appreciate. We appreciate the energy. Around the record, yeah. Right, exactly. So, like, that's... so. He just was going back to back with like just straight up fucking hits. Yeah, and my problem amazing. is that Too Short didn't play any of his like cult class. Like I feel like I don't know. I even like went to Twitter on this. Like I get it. Like Too Short wanted to play the songs where he had features with famous people, but they're not necessarily the best songs. For me, I would have rather him play like his Too Short Bay Area like classics. Like, what's, what's, a, what's one song that you? He didn't even play Freaky Tales. I don't even remember how that song goes, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, so Freaky I mean, Tales and what else? He didn't play. Uh, well, I didn't watch the whole thing, but from okay. what I did watch, like he was playing like "Call Me," which I get it. It's like a little Kim feature, but it's that wasn't like a big song for right, him. Right, right. And like, I would have liked to hear "Money Maker." Like, that's a fucking dope song. He, no, did he play? I mean, I can go through the list again, yeah, but in, right. like, Too Short has so many, and then like the songs that I like, like um, one of his like newer albums, he had the song called "I Like It," and it was such a slapper in my opinion. But I don't know. I think that the songs of Too Short that I like, maybe they're not the ones that like nationally are like recognized for. Right. But just in my from my vantage point, it's like Too Short won't win by playing stuff that's going to be nationally recognized as dope. He could win if he like appeals more to his Bay Area cult following more than trying to gain like a right. Well, I think it's also from, like, like the they moved away from the competitive spirit of it. It's more quote unquote a celebration. Yeah, yeah, right? I know that. But I think there is something to be said about where you place your records in comparison to whoever you're up against. Right. Right. And what records are responding to the other records that were because he was in the bay, so it's like I want to like it's like if Lil Wayne did a versus, you know. Like, he's obviously going to play some fucking lollipop or something. Right. But I'd want to hear him play some underground shit, like, misunderstood, like the you know? The like, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, like, some real yeah. Lil Wayne fan shit. Not, but it, I guess I it's I mean, they just, only have 20 records, so they got to, like, I mean, you, and you're talking about two individuals, especially with Too Short, who have such an extensive catalog. He has hella songs. That's what I'm saying. So many almost. fucking songs. You know what I'm saying? Did, the I top 20? Like, I don't think he chose the top 20. Is that, I, I feel like they weren't. Mm. Like, there was a lot of songs that went on that I didn't even know, and I know a lot of Too Short songs, like, yeah. verbatim, you know? Like, so, I don't know. It just seemed... I was disappointed in the choices that they made for Too Short, as someone who's a huge fucking Too Short fan who grew up listening to Too Short as, like, yeah. a child, you know? Yeah, I'd be interested in, in, in knowing what other Bay Area Too Short fans thought about the records. Here. I would, too. Yeah. Too Short fan. So, if you're a Too Short fan and you're listening to this podcast, go ahead, email us and let us know your thoughts. Or there you go. Instagram. Who emails or, anymore? You know what I'm saying? Just people email still. Do they? Yeah. Right. I get I emails email. all the fucking time. I like, checking, <laughs> my, I like checking my emails more than <laughs> exactly. Instagram. What else do we got, though? Um. Okay, I got a lot. Where do we want to go? Um. So, I watched the first... No, no, no. I was going to say I watched the first episode of Cardi Tries. Okay. That was, I mean, I watched half of it, and okay. then I got kind of I mean, like, okay, <laughs> I get the I get the picture. Here. So this is her new show that's uh, on Facebook. Yeah, right? it's on Facebook. Interesting part. I know that's what I was wondering. I'm like, Very how is she making money off this? Facebook gave her. Oh a no, bag. Facebook got the bag. Yeah, yeah. For I sure. mean, Facebook has more money than God. Like they could, yeah. they could take a complete L in terms of doing this and go. They won't though. They won't. Not yeah. at all. No. You know so saying? she like tries to do the one that I saw. She's supposed to be learning how to drive, and they're like, actually. 
you're gonna be learning how to fucking drive like a Mario Kart, like hella crazy, like Fast and the Furious, like Grand Prix racing. Like yeah, they had Michelle Rodriguez fucking. I okay, so Michelle Rodriguez teaches her how to drive. I stopped watching That's at that point, but she was saying that she didn't even learn how to drive until Fast and Furious. That's where she learned how to drive. Was for that. Interesting. Yeah, movie, which is what a, crazy. <laughs> what a baptism by fire. Like, that's, like, right in there. It's like, it is. It's kind of like, you know, like, when you want to learn the language, just go throw yourself in there, immerse yourself in the culture, figure it out, <laughs> exactly. you know, rather than sitting in, like, 12 years of Spanish classes. Yeah, like, I just want to go to Bilbao. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to run before she can crawl, kind of yeah. thing. But, no, that's a, a, it's an interesting partnership because do you think Facebook is getting ready to, like, be in the streaming business? <sighs> it's too Are they hard for me to business? try and like, figure it's a, out what but it's, 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 it's interesting to kind of just kind of dissect like where where people are going, right? Because like, we, we have to analyze this. Just you mean streaming, of, like like they're gonna be how like a Netflix, like a Netflix or a Hulu? Yeah. Oh my like, god! You know what I'm saying? Like, no, because what they do is they just they? I feel like oh my bra came undone. Like the big companies like Netflix and Amazon and Facebook, like they just like watch little all these little shits like discord and audius and like all these other little you know mm-hmm. mini streaming platforms that are coming they're waiting to see who makes the biggest noises and they and they swallow them yeah that's what the um i think they're getting sued for that or the government is trying to keep them from doing yeah because the government don't like that they're having more power than them <laughs> exactly it's 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 a it's a really interesting uh dynamic yeah but uh what else do we got okay i got a lot of things yeah. um I have a whole murder on Middle Beach. White fragility and entitlement. (laughs) Yes. So we were watching a series, uh, a limited series documentary on, was it HBO Max? No, Netflix. It's on Netflix. So so it was, um, the story was about, no, it was... It wasn't on Netflix. You're right. It's on HBO. I'm lying. Okay. A story is about this fucking lady that gets murdered and her fucking son makes a documentary on it. And these rich ass fucking people in like Connecticut His or father's Delaware. father's like a multi-millionaire. Yeah. Fake states. Um. <laughs> <laughs> They're only like one of the 13 colonies. Yeah. They, they suck the most these dick. fake states. <laughs> Come for me. Just right. kidding. No, I gotta be nice. I'm out of fans out there. But th- yeah, the, the fucking wife gets murdered. Then the son goes and investigates like everyone close to her. Like investigates his dad who's a shady fucking con artist making like deals overseas. Like $600 million. Right. And deals. I think what we were, what we were, uh, talking about or what we were observing is just his callousness and his like this very uh, sociopathic way of being when he was talking to his son all the things that they were telling us about like him like very narcissistic but let's give him a fuller understanding yeah. Before I was, okay so like you got to pee or something like what are you doing I like to bounce yeah you're like you're moving around you're fidgeting it's like you're a, twirling in like, a chair I feel like I'm getting robbed like, like you're getting <laughs> I like to move swirly like now I'm fight you <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, so this, so yeah, he was very narcissistic in in everything that they were showing about him and talking. And, and, and the mom is like this other con artist who like had this fucking pyramid scheme with her like white lady rich people where they would like con people into joining their right. tables was what they called it in order to avoid like the vernacular that could get you caught as being a scammer. And so, like, they had all of yeah, these Yeah, so that, that was so that was interesting is, like, so he's, he, you know, so the director who is, this is his mother, 
right? Who died? Who yeah, was killed? The, the son is the director of this. Right, and they and, and in the dog. beginning they were trying to make it seem like she was like such a loving woman and a caring mother and so benevolent. And then yes. when they started getting into her shit, she was just as greasy and as like fucking depraved as her husband was, which yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, really no, and then that. we started getting into that. The whole reason why it says entitlement and fragility is because like he goes and this is my title for it. He yeah. like goes and interviews all of his family members and everyone and and the ladies that were part of this pyramid scheme scam they eventually get arrested and when they're getting arrested they're like what me like don't you have real <laughs> criminals to to arrest like i'm this white lady that's living in a mansion in rhode island I or did whatever nothing wrong like, except invite like five people to give me five thousand dollars a pop yeah except for i'm <laughs> sitting on just like money from scamming yeah. people and like that's how i li- live my life and then the dad is also like I- i'm like an they're painting me out to be this bad man like i just do business overseas like that's so normal and he was like extorting people he was like embezzling money putting it in offshore accounts and like doing like very illegal deals with like the middle east and like hella shit but in in watching all of that it made me realize like okay now i understand how colonization worked like the mentality mm. right like just just not just this white sense of entitlement that the world or the things around me belong to me yes. and i can get them by any means necessary and i should be celebrated for it and not brought to justice yeah, you know what i'm saying which is a, what that whole shit yeah was. like that, it was so like just his overall demeanor and mentality when we, we were talking about it or looking at it made me it just made sense like oh this is why i this explains the mentality that would cause people to colonize whole other civilizations and whatever the case is and even going into <clears throat> recent times with fucking Trump basically giving a part into like every douchebag in the mm-hmm. fucking book. Full Everybody circle, who's baby. been arrested from his administration or put in jail for having business dealings in his administration or doing offshore business dealings that were illegal or even uh, Joe Arpaio who was like the sheriff in like New Mexico or Arizona, one of those southwestern states where he was locking brown people up by the fucking thousands like he was a fucking villainous human being all of them get presidential mm-hmm. pardons right like this guy like is... right before he's about to leave he's like I got two weeks left to I would have pardoned the devil and uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Jafar yeah. and Voldemort <laughs> who else needs a pardon here all the people were getting the, par- like, the pardons yo that shit is crazy yeah so it just it just but it, it just speaks to like what what many people claim not to see in terms of white entitlement, in terms of white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? It disrupts their whole life to see it. You well, can't because they see recognize, it once they you have see to it. then recognize that they are party to it, and if that they're not party to it, they at very least benefit from it, mm-hmm. right? Which leads to white solidarity, which is that like unspoken thing, like oh you're white, I'm white, we both and benefit from And that's just one little step away from white supremacy. It's exactly. like what Yoda it's... says about the dark side, you know? <laughs> exactly. Love, hate, <laughs> anger. Yeah, all the shit. So it, it was just a really weird. Um, realization watching that documentary and then like at the end they're still trying to like make this woman seem like she's like fucking mother Teresa and like oh yeah they did like a fucking vigil like for a her vi- like a candlelit vigil yeah. on the 10th year like anniversary of her I'm like yo she got murdered because she was doing scams yeah. like what do we what do we celebrate years ago like... you know what I'm saying and I and I and I, I don't say this to be dismissive of like a mother's or son's love for his mother yeah and I you know but it's like what what story are we like, telling Adrian's here? not gonna do that for me if I die <laughs> he's, totally... he's gonna be like ah oh, that bitch deserved it you know? <laughs> 
All right, the shrooms are starting to tingle in my tummy. Let's wrap this up. How much more we got here? I don't know. You had other shit on your list. I'm trying to go down the list. Yeah, let's invite on the watershed. Yeah, okay. We have (laughs) so we we, yeah. Let's get into watershed. All right, so lights, camera, action. It's going down. We're here. All right, you got to do the intro. All right, we are here in the virtual building with the one and only, the watershed, the West Coast Griselda. Because they're ninjas. Cause they, yeah, this is this mask doesn't do anything. It's just a ninja it's, mask. It's just a ninja mask. I have the post off. There you go. <laughs> Peace, brothers. How y'all feeling? Great. Thank you for having. Good, good, good. Yes. So for those, yeah. For, so for those uninitiated, um, just kind of introduce yourselves individually, and then talk about the the making of this super group that is the watershed. <laughs> Whoever wants yeah. to take that. Okay, well, my name's Professor Gable. I do raps. <laughs> it's good to know. It's, it's nice to do raps. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yo, you got to get that bio on point. What was that, the bio for Exactly. You? I wrote that. <laughs> there you We're go. We're working on it. We're just going to be like, we had like another section. Exactly. Plus, and then I'm with you on. is... The I'm mighty, mighty Brycon was good. Sit with on you. the couch with, with Gable. There um, you go. I'm one of the. He producers. bops his head. <laughs> that's that's MC Pause. I'm MC Pause, and I MC. <laughs> so we have one who does raps, and then the other one who MCs. I yeah. see what y'all doing here. Okay, yeah. it's like the bass player and the lead guitar. Exactly. Speaking yeah. speaking of which, salute to y'all video that y'all just dropped. Really right refreshing. On, Appreciate really, that. really funny, entertaining. It's it's good to see y'all in a different light, and, mm. and low key being like you know, ladies men. <laughs> mm. Hey, low key. <laughs> well, we know how you get down. I I I've seen your work. I <laughs> I seen Gable's work. You know what I'm saying? I, I know how y'all get down, but nah, it's 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 good to have y'all. And um, so all of you, all of y'all, I, I've known for years, just in individual rights as individual artists, and just kind of. You know, from from old soul collective and and, and everything else y'all do in the city, um, but yeah, no, y'all just dropped a dope video. Who wants to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, well, we just dropped in here before. Um, that's uh, produced by Baghead and Dragon uh, as well. But uh, yeah, we gotta also shout out Baghead, Monk HCS, and Equipto are also in the watershed. But they're just Indeed. not here right now. Shout but, yeah, out to been the homies. Here, been here before is a really great song. It's uh love-esque you know and uh we kind of just it was one night it was like three in the morning and in uh oakland studio and uh we just recorded that shit i don't know but mc pause you know he like let he i think you, your verse was done first right pause yeah the, you know I, i'm the lover boy in the crew so as soon as we as soon as i heard we were doing a love song. I I was super <laughs> saying that shit real quick and went in, had to set it off right. He just got in his feelings and was like reflecting. Nah, you ordered like a bunch of escorts to give you like some inspo, right? And just had them like dance around. They just showed up actually. Yeah, the COVID escorts come cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was pre-COVID, no. so. <laughs> Free, oh, okay, pre-COVID. Maybe a while ago, yeah. Oh. 
the, the video too, or was the video just recorded? Like when did y'all do the video? That video also was last year. We recorded that. Yo, oh shit! Know, we never, we didn't, see, we didn't know this, you know. Shout out to Syria, all the kids, coming. and lots of other people who made that. <laughs> so did you yeah. Guys not drop it because you were thinking that COVID would not be a whole fucking year long thing, and that you could release it and do a release show and and kind of like hear the streets enjoying your song is that kind of why you delayed putting it out i think that would be like a really good post-script explanation for why it dropped <laughs> 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 we out in the situation just we were working on this record for a minute i think maybe it's the opposite where, where we were like oh this isn't gonna end anytime soon and we'd already been sitting on it waiting for the right time so wait no more you know, i got a question for you guys we had to drop it on the world do you, do you guys still, you know, I mean, we don't have to get into where everyone stands on COVID beliefs and all that because we don't need to hear more of that. But are you guys still making music together? Or do you guys get on like Zoom meetings and like have Zoom? Yeah, we have a loose pod. Okay. <laughs> what? We have a loose pod. A loose pod? We have a loose, loose, loose pod. Loose. Like loose. Yeah. It's rather jangly. <laughs> dangly pods we're safe but we we, we sometimes are together oh yeah. yeah oh you have a bubble you're like the nba bubble yeah exactly there we go right, yeah okay. got you i don't know if a bubble right. looks safer than a pod or if it's just they're just words sir it's just words <laughs> <laughs> it's just words they got they got the watershed bubble that makes sense exactly Nah, i mean i think that it but i think that informs a lot of like who people chose to be in their circle in terms of social distancing right like right. who can i create music with you know what i'm saying and and you know who can like rub me down when i need to like that if those, if those are the two main questions when it came down to when it came down to like, yo, I need who a are... recorded track and I need to get my dick stuck. Exactly, so, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, how do who am I? Who, who do I run to? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so now it's it's cool that y'all should like. All right, we're gonna we're gonna create this pod. We're gonna create our our little bubble so that we can continue to work with each other and create right. even in the midst of social distancing and all this all yeah, this madness. You know what I'm saying, and and what's been the what's been the general pre, uh, reception to to the song, to the project in general? Like, what's what what are the streets telling y'all? Uh, I think people are are vibing with it. Tough. Um, we got over two thousand views so far on IGTV, so the numbers are coming, and you know the album is due up in a week, a week from tomorrow. So hopefully that'll get people excited for the new year, give some people some new music. You know, a lot of the material we we have on the album are just things we've been working on for a while. So we're happy to like put it out, but people seem to be ready for it. People uh, are, are liking the, the video or liking the, the joint. And uh, I'm excited to, to see what's next. And how many, how many tracks are on the album? Uh, we got 14, 14 tracks. Solid number. So how do you guys do this? Is it kind of like Wu-Tang style? Like some of y'all have singles, some are collabs, some just like you guys do the hooks for each other's songs or are you all on all of those songs? Mm, like the first album was kind of like, you know, there was some solo songs on there and like 
But this one, I think, kind of everybody's on a lot of them. Um, yeah, every song is like three MCs or four MCs from the crew, and then we have some features too. Yeah, we do. Ooh, are you gonna give up the features? Do we get the a special exclusive? You know, we I think we already let the cat out of the bag in, in some timeline, but yeah, we got a uh, scythe. Um, like one of our closest affiliates, I think, turned to the show too. Okay. Yeah, Site Four. Shout out to Site Four. Yeah, we're show, but we gotta get him on the yeah. show. Friend of yeah. the show, though. You can be a friend of the show from like yeah. future friend, an acquaintance of the show. He's a friend of the show. But we got, <laughs> but we got Site Four. Um, Dirty Sanchez, uh, who's on the first single, Ghost Rider. Kalina Forty-seven shit. Kalina Lawrence. Jamie Z. Jamie Z. Fucking Michael Marshall. The great Michael Marshall. Mike Marshall. There you go. There you go. So how how do y'all feel, gentlemen? Uh, uh, I'm 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 gonna just get into like just culturally, right? Like we just had this this Bay Area versus, um, particularly Too Short really shouting out and repping San Francisco. Right, yeah. like he, him being from Oakland, but he like really made it a point to shout out different hoods and neighborhoods in San Francisco, and just kind of speak to like San Francisco. Where do y'all think San Francisco lands in like this? Not only in the Bay Area in terms of like rap, right, but just in like the the world of hip hop. Like, do y'all think that that San Francisco needs to be looked at differently? Needs to be looked at more? What do y'all? How do y'all perceive per San Francisco's place? In the world of hip hop or Bay Area hip hop, particularly, just exquisite. Mm. <laughs> like, like seriously though, like if you really look around, like I mean, I know y'all already know, but it's a great question. It's like the city is like so much talent, but also like all the different types of music you could think of is going down in San Francisco. You know what I mean? So it's like. That's kind of my take on it. I think it's really great. In terms of if it needs to be looked at differently, I don't know if it needs to be looked at differently, but, you know, everybody just got to keep pushing their shit. You know what I mean? And we got to just grow. And why don't you think San Francisco, well, at least from my vantage point, why don't you think San Francisco gets gets its just due when we talk about, like, Bay Area? Like, usually we're talking about Vallejo. We're usually talking about Oakland or, like, some other parts of the Bay. San Francisco isn't as prominent as, like, do you, is the, do you think or do you agree, number one? And if you don't agree, then then enlighten me on, on where you think, like, y'all, y'all get y'all love and y'all flowers as a city. Yeah, that's a question I always ask myself as a, as a connoisseur, a hip-hop connoisseur. I always wondered how New York and Oakland and LA and Chicago, these other major cities, like were able to to get artists coming out of there. And you know, you claim these artists as fans of and of hometown, being from wherever you're from. You claim artists that you love, just how you claim a sports team or some shit like that. And I think. Uh, <clears throat> I think the you know I think part of it has to do with with the industry you know what the industry decides to put on 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 the on the radar, but I also think that you know maybe like not to say that there we have hella legendary artists from San Francisco and stuff, but a lot of them aren't known outside of the Bay. I feel like, right. and so you know I feel like that's just kind of like the hustle of it. Before I used to think for myself like 
I was like, oh man, I wish I was from New York or Brooklyn. I could just rep Brooklyn and do my rap thing. And there's no one's from the mission. There's no rappers from the mission. Who's from the mission? And then I realized, like, yo, I'm the rapper from the mission. That's me. M. Night Shyamalan plot twist. (laughs) I was like, epiphany, like, boom, let's go. That's me. (laughs) I'm going to ask the tough questions, okay? There you go. Because you got to come. So I feel like. For most groups, there's always like some drama within the group, and I feel like, especially for rappers, there's lots of ego. You know, I'm a rapper too, so this isn't meant to be offensive. Do you feel like it's hard working within a group because you have to, you know, adhere to other people's preferences and maybe do songs that you think are whack or like just butting heads about like being front and center on the album cover? Like, tell me, tell me about what are you willing to disclose about your dramas? <laughs> I mean, I think for the most part, it's really been more like a strength for us. I don't think, like, there's a weird, like, similarity. You know, obviously, we're all really different, but, like, none of us is super fucking crazy attention-grabby. Like, for rappers and producers, y'all, hey, so feel free to disagree, but there's definitely no, like, you know, give me the limelight, you know? There's nothing like that. And as far as, like, the, you know, I think there's stuff that, Maybe one of us would think it was whack and no one else would want to do. That's enough. Like, we're not going <laughs> to yeah. hear anything out You know, we yeah. make songs that don't see the light of day, but, like, somebody might fucking shit themselves to get their hands on those songs. You know? Mm-hmm. We just... There's no Yoko Ono in the tearing the group apart? No. We're all kind of different ages. That's what's so. That's what's cool about it. Like the the intergenerational. Like y'all got OGs in y'all group just as much as you got like young boys like affiliated with y'all. Like how does that work in terms of like sonically, like the sound that y'all looking for? Like sometimes you know you got like a person like a Quipto who's you know more seasoned and and has has a more particular preference in terms of the beats they choose. Whereas some of the young boys might be like, nah, we want some like trap drums. And you know what I'm saying? Like some other shit. Like how do y'all have the how do y'all iron out some of those those disconnects sometimes? We definitely like, you know, all just do boom bap shit off rip. So mm. it's not really it what I we I personally like I feel you on all these group dynamics you're talking about, but <laughs> I haven't had any of these problems with this group at all. There's theoretical possibility. They're, they're all, all they're all afraid of your long hair. Oh. You will choke them. <laughs> no, like we're all just like hella down. In my in my in my understanding, everyone's always hella open to just try out whatever, and we all like all and we all kind of like the same. I was gonna say we like the same beats, but that is not true. But <laughs> but I just yeah. But then you just go on. There's like more beats, so it's never like right, well, we exactly. gotta rap on this one because. Yeah. He said my name on it. We also don't mind like, <laughs> sitting one out. I don't mind sitting out a song. Nobody, nobody, like the other day, Paws was like, nah, I'm good. And we were all like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I right. wasn't cool with that, really. But I All thought, right. What are y'all's astrological signs? Let me break it down. Okay. <laughs> Gable, I know you're a Cancer. Brycon, I know you're a Capricorn. No, I'm a Libra. What are you? I, I'm a Aquarius. Oh, okay. So now, now we got. Now, now it gets uh, interesting. Sign. Now it's interesting. <laughs> water, earth, and air. So I'm really okay. surprised y'all balance out so well. Uh. I gotta ask you a question. I gotta ask you a question. Why do you think I'm a Capricorn? Because I've asked you before. Oh, no, I'm a Libra. 
<laughs> you know why? It's because I thought I asked you that one time I was with you and Hetty at like some bar, I don't remember, in Oakland, and I, and Hetty's a Capricorn, so, so I fucked up. You're uh, that makes sense, you balance yeah. everyone out, okay, and you're the Capra Bri. Mm. Okay. Yeah, See, I'm gonna do a whole breakdown of you guys sometime, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll send you You're gonna read the whole watershed's chart at once. Yes. Cross referencing birthday. Oh my god, that's How a feat. How far do you need to do that? Because it's like 14 of y'all motherfuckers. She's gonna be here for, <laughs> I'm gonna need till to March. Time, need to time <laughs> that's gonna sound like one of those like little, uh, like Foxy Brown cocaine raps and shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The affirmative action verse. Exactly. And her, and her math was wrong. <laughs> That's the most moody part about it. Well, I mean, she's a Sagittarius, bro. Oh, yeah, you know. That's so mad. <laughs> exactly. I judge everyone. How did you know that I was a Cancer? Yo, remember that she one time society. I was hammered at Wax Trippin' and I like you were with some some girl, and I like observed the way you were like. I was doing what? You were, like, you were with some girl at the time. The Classic cancer. I don't even know who she was. And I was like, let me guess your sign. And you're like, what? And I was like, you're a cancer. <laughs> Damn, that's really intuitive. Like, I felt like a prophet there. Yeah. Like, like an I like that. I like the that. alcohol opens the third eye. That's typically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it always works. Couple you shots know, of tequila. I wrong on like, then I then I was getting confident. Like, damn, I'm gonna guess everyone, and I guess like everyone else wrong. So, I don't know. yeah, <laughs> I'm just broken clocks are right twice a day. <laughs> I did have another question though for you guys since before we went completely off the rails. Um, who is the the newest member of Watershed? Is that you, Gable? Oh, that's weird. Definitely not. It's, that's, that's <laughs> it's like I started this shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, Squeezy started it. The last person we got on the first album was, we had Monk on a song, and we were like, oh, we need to get Monk on more yeah, songs. Okay. So that, that kind of counts, but that's not really the answer. We all, it really happened, at, like, at once. Yeah. Like, we didn't even mean to be a rap, we were a rap group by accident, kind of. We were just, like, the watershed, that's kind of like, we're just like, all right, that's a dope kind of, like, name for us. We're all chilling, yeah. we rap. The same reason I'm a person. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a very, we just, we're just very like, you know, all over the place. And then all of a sudden we had a dope album and we did a big ass show and we're a rap group. <laughs> and when was that? Like what year was that? When all of that like was uh, conceived? Like 2000, 2018, I think when the album came out. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's when we really like became the watershed as you see us now. Thanks. The Voltron that we've become. <laughs> and the... what, what do you guys think has been the biggest moment for you guys as a group? Or like maybe like the dopest show? Or just Definitely when Squeezy got the tattoo. Mm. <laughs> the watershed tattoo, that was the biggest moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's when it became real. That's when it became, when it became official. No, no, I mean there was the album. <laughs> When we did some shows, he got the tattoo. I'm just giving you all the miles. Did, did y'all tour? He got the tattoo, and that's kept us going till the album dropped. <laughs> so that's a good one. But another one was uh, Ghostface and Raekwon. Yeah, yeah unlearn the world. I included that. Yes. Hey. Hey. Listen, that was, that was a really dope show. That was a moment. To the good shit. All right. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of great moments, man. That's kind of the cool thing about us is we are a moment. That's what the watershed means—a pivotal moment in time. Mm. 
Look yeah. it up. Let's see y'all nodding. Look it yeah, up. Yeah, we didn't even do the I like when you guys say dope shit like that. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna use it and put it in like a beat. Did y'all did y'all tour on on the last album? Monk and I went with uh, Zai and I and uh, Queezy and uh, Z-Man and Vocab Slick and True Justice and Mike Measy. Oh, Slap Frost. And then, uh, Slap Frost. Uh, who else? And then we've uh, we've all, we've done a lot of shows with not. I mean, we toured. We went on the road and came home and went on the road a lot of times. We did a little mini regional tour too. Yeah, right? yeah. We've we done did, like, like the shit you can do if you have an ankle monitor. Right. <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. Who got the ankle monitor? <laughs> who's like the you got of the crew that comes in like the o- who's the ODB of the crew? I have a I'm, I'm I'm the ODB apparently. So. Oh, you oh. like the, You show up like an hour late like, to sessions know. and shit? What'd you say? I just I'm like I just have a beer in hand usually and I'm like <laughs> the only one that has beers in hand really. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like ODB. ODB was on more than just beer. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, but right. like you know, they're they're, they're like semi woke San Francisco, so it's beer and it's like they, they, you know maybe some <laughs> you know what I'm saying craft beer. A lot so of like craft beer. beer. <laughs> yes, okay. exactly. Yes. All right, then what would be? I, I don't even know how much time we've been on this, but what would be like an artist that y'all feel like has a similar sound and who you would really want to open for? In the future, when COVID dies, hopefully. Um, I don't know if any of these hmm, have a similar sound, but it'd be dope to open for you know Wu Tang or High Road, and you know the people. You guys the, haven't opened for High Road yet. I feel we, like. uh, we've done shows with A Plus and uh, done shows with people in High Road, but never like a High Road show. I opened for Pep Love in like 1999. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I was four. Honestly, that's when I was when three. They were, they were like the biggest, though. 1999, like that was, that was sick. Yeah, yeah. that's been a dope ass like, show. It was tight. It was tight. I mean, what's cool is that y'all don't really see a lot of collectives anymore coming out of the bay, like in the way that y'all been putting it down, or even like old soul collective, like the way y'all move. I've, I've and I've always told y'all that, like I've always mm-hmm. appreciated the way that you guys move as a unit and as a collective. You're a collective within a collective, dude. Right. There's very Think about that. These guys are going to collectivism. (laughs) They were in a collectivism. They were like, we need more collectives with you. (laughs) I want to ask you while you guys cohesive. Martin Gable, are you guys working on any other collectives than the rest of the (laughs) audience? Man, I think it's just a collective mind state, man. We're just moving forward, you know, everything's so beautiful and, you know, we're just Damn. making this music. Damn. But, but yo, Unlearned, thank you, man, because I, I, I know you always do, you know, give us a salute on that and when, uh, even at the Boom Boom Room days. Yeah. And that was, of course. That was appreciated. I hate the fact that we say Boom Boom Room days, like those shits is gone, but it's like, it's true. It's, kind of, it's like kind of quiet for that shit. I don't even mean it like like as if it's gone. I mean, I know that you know everything's gone, but like yeah. um, I when just, we were coming up there and yeah. hanging out with you and all the rapping fools and yeah, that just was like, like rap college, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember I battled you, Gable, and I was hella fucked up, and I you were and I was that, you were killing it though. That was <laughs> in my brain, it was trash. <laughs> I don't. Rem- I, I think it was a dope battle. We had a, that was a great night, you know. 
Shout out to Jay Leos. He won that. Uh, oh my gosh, my yeah, man. Of course, me and Unlearn had a historic one. Yeah, yeah. yeah nah. <laughs> so Gabe, nah, Gable, Gable and Pauls are the only two dudes, except for Jay Leos, who have beat me in the MVP. Oh. <laughs> this is the only, the only two dudes that have beat me for the MVP. So you know what I'm saying? But girls beat you? No, nah, I think one girl beat me in like one round, but I think I ended up winning <laughs> that whole thing. But she beat me in the round. I forgot her name. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, but you know, but nah, it's just, it, I, I appreciate y'all's skill, but while we were talking about the boom boom, it leads me to another question in terms of like, what do y'all see in the city or what do y'all, what do you expect to see in the city as things start to open up in terms of venues and shows that we can actually go back and do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we had, uh, we had, you know, Valencia room that was elbow room and now it became this weird yuppie monstrosity of itself. Um, so you had, you know, you had a couple of, you had a couple of spots that were always like cool for hip hop shows that were these spots. And now I don't, I don't see that happening so much as we get out of COVID. What do you guys see on, in in your, from your perspective in terms of the city coming back with regards to shows or hip hop venues? Uh, I think, I mean, hmm, good question, man. Um, I'm optimistic, man. I think, I think, you know, we're doing like all of us, we're doing well enough that we can get into these big venues by then, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I just feel that way. Like, even if it don't happen right away or whatever, I think, you know, like, I'm, I don't really think about what I can't do, you know, positivity. That's my, that's my idea. I think it'll be great though. I mean, you know, you're right. It's going to be rough because there's no spots like that off rip, but I'm going to find some spots. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the mid- midway, midway was dope shit, you know? The midway. Yeah. Oh, yeah for sure. I mean, I think like Folsom Sorry. is not closed, right? But were hip hop shit popping at Folsom? Like, no, was... but I know <laughs> someone that works there, and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. intercept and make it happen. For sure, for sure. Well, we ap- we appreciate y'all, Tom. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, just shout out yeah, like where people can find your shit, like you know your your social media handles, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, you can find me at uh, at MC Pause M C P A U Z E. All the all the medias, all the medias. And what's your name from your rap name? I, I gotta ask. MC Pause. Is that part of your name? Like your last so, name? uh, yeah, yes, yes, to answer that question. But the way I came up with it, I just kind of was trying to find something that was related to me and trying to think of my last name. So my I have two last names: Herrera Pazmino, second one Pazmino. Uh, that the first three letters pass right that means peace and then also pause like I've always been like a positive cat you know so that's kind of what pause is short for positive positivity MC pause and you know trying to stay positive throughout this cold world and all all that stuff <laughs> yeah you guys are a positive collective I would say maybe that's the same for free yeah, they're stoners they're like mm. <laughs> 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 gotta do it <laughs> We are chill you the fuck out. No, like, <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna make a lady group called the Hateful Eight, and we're just gonna be like hell of like a menop- that's actually a really music, dope idea. You know? like <laughs> more set type music. Oh my there you man. go. Yeah. Premenstrual uh, music. I will support. Hell yeah. <laughs>
So yeah, where else can we can we can we find y'all on on the social medias individually and as a as a group and a collective and shout out everything you got coming out soon. My name is at Professor Gable G A B E L, not G A B L E like Clark Gable. I'm a I'm a different person. <laughs> Shout I've out. never seen you so mad before. Shout, shout you out. hate fucking Clark Gable, man. No, I don't. I think you excited me very got smoke smoked for Clark Gable. <laughs> no, I don't. He doesn't like Valentino or Lawrence Olivier. I was not in Gone with the Wind. Yo, I could have been. His IMDB is all fucked up because of that. I'm an actor. <laughs> All the wrong information. And follow at the watershed four one five on every internet. All of shit. Entries. Yup. And Brycon, how many albums you dropping this week, bro? <laughs> Yo. Again. Yeah. <laughs> you in my inbox every fucking day. So I get a new beat. A new oh. song, like yo, nah, I'm, I'm fucking with you, but like you really be work. You work this whole fucking COVID, like. You got a thousand different projects coming out, so it's really exciting. You just dropped the joint with Imani, mm. and you know what I'm saying? You're part of Watershed. You got your own instrumental uh, project that you put out on vinyl. Like, you, you just, like, your workflow is is, is, is epic right now. And it's been, you know, it's been a busy year for all of us, you know? Like, I'm stoked some of these projects are seeing the light of day. This Watershed record, just like some of those other ones, like, we've worked on for a long yeah. enough time, so... We put a lot into it, you know. We're excited to finally share it with people and shit. Yes, is is dope, you know. And I hope like all the all the other, all the little fucking whatever Easter eggs and bells and whistles, you know. I hope I hope really gives people something to fucking something to remember, you know. But um, but yeah, New Year's, you know. I don't know if people, what the fuck people are doing. Stay the fucking side for New Year's, <laughs> right? Play the water, but, but, but yeah, when the fucking when the West Coast ball drops, I guess we don't really have that. It just happened three hours later when the West Coast balls drop. Balls <laughs> drop on the fucking album is dropping, exactly. So you may have to do your own ball dropping to get the ball rolling. But. <laughs> dropping all over your DSPs. If, you're, if, if your old ass makes it to midnight on New Year, right? Watershed album is going to be there for you. So we're excited to bring in the New Year that way. And yeah, you know, Watershed. Our shit is on all, all the bullshit, like you said. You can get uh, you can get the new album on Bandcamp, and then I'm Brycon Music on all all the bullshit too. All right, but all one bullshit. more question: Why did you add four one five to At Watershed? Did someone else already have At Watershed, and do you need to there's, rap battle them for the title? There's like a, a folk group named the Watershed. Oh, we need yeah, to get there's, smoke. There's yeah. environmental <laughs> organizations and all kinds of so. You guys can scare them out of that name. I know you can. It's a good idea. Everybody wants a piece of it, you know. know y'all gotta muscle y'all gotta muscle the environmentalists out of the out of That's the branding. Lean on your rapper chops. <laughs> Your rapper cred, you know what I mean? But I nah. agree that subliminals is, is the way to do it. I do have some vegan diss songs. There you go. Oh, there you go. You and D Man. Hey, watch out, Zio. I was gonna say, watch out, Zio. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> you don't want to know. Don't tell D Man I said that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, well, we appreciate y'all, yo. We're gonna get up with y'all soon. Be safe. All that shit.
Thank you so much. Y'all too, man. Yep, yep. Send us music whenever y'all have it, and you know we we gonna gonna make it too. That was good. Thank you, Ratchet and Woke, y'all.